The Ravens take down the Bengals 34-20 on Thursday night football. Although the Ravens won this game without Joe Burrow playing in the second half due to that wrist injury that he sustained, this is still a really huge win for them for two reasons. One, they remain in control of the AFC North division because if they would have lost this game, the winner of Steelers versus Browns this Sunday would have took first place in this division. So the fact that they win this game, they improve to 8-3, and three, keeps them in first place in the AFC North. And two, it also makes sure that they keep pace with Kansas City for the number one seed in the AFC Conference come playoff time. And I believe that if Baltimore is going to be able to make it out of the AFC this year, it's really important that they get that one seed so they can maintain that home field advantage throughout the playoffs because the Ravens have played their best football at home. They blew out the Lions and the Seahawks at home, and they won this game tonight pretty convincingly at home as well, despite the fact that Joe Burrow didn't play in the second half. But even if Joe Burrow was able to play this game in its entirety, I still would have liked the Ravens to win just by a lesser margin. You see, the Ravens, to me, are the best team in the NFL. Many people got mad when I said that a couple of weeks ago, but they're the most complete team in the league. They don't really have any weaknesses, especially when you look at the talent that they have on defense. They got a phenomenal group of linebackers. They got several guys on the defensive line who can get after the quarterback. Their safeties are really good. Their corners are a little bit iffy at times, but for the most part, this is a really talented defense. And once Jake Browning came in, you pretty much saw the writing on the wall for Cincinnati. You knew that there was no way in hell they were going to be able to win this game without Joe Burrow. The Ravens offense in the second half was really good. They had more success in this game running the football than what they did against the Browns. And the Bengals run defense has been a huge problem for the majority of this season. And the Ravens in the fourth quarter, they pretty much went conservative they just were trying to run out the clock, trying to walk away with the victory, trying not to sustain any more injuries because Mark Andrews, it just got reported like two seconds ago that he's out for the remainder of this season. But even though he isn't going to be able to return this year, I still think that the Ravens don't have too much to worry about when it comes to the production that they're going to get out of their tight end position because this coaching staff has been really high on Isaiah Likely, who they drafted out of Coastal Carolina a couple of years ago. Really athletic tight end, very good after the catch. So I think that he should be able to fill in and be serviceable and replace the Mark Andrews, although he isn't going to give you the kind of production that you normally would get. When Mark Andrews is on the field, your tight end position shouldn't be a liability with Isaiah Likely. And when everybody is operating at peak efficiency on offense, this is one of the most unstoppable offenses in the National Football League. Zay Flowers had a good performance. OBJ had his best performance as a Raven up to this point. And, you know, let me tell you something that really irritates me about OBJ. There hasn't been a single Ravens game that I've turned on this year where OBJ hasn't had to leave the game at some point due to injury. It's like this dude is the definition of fragile luggage. You blow on this dude, he gets injured. You, you tap him with your pinky, he goes down for injury. The Ravens need to do all they can to make sure that he's healthy come playoff time because 
He showed tonight that he's still one of the most talented wide receivers in the game. He's not washed up due to the fact that he can't play. We know that OBJ is insanely talented. The problem with him is that he gets injured too damn frequently. So if I'm John Harbaugh, I'm putting OBJ on the snap count. And there's no reason he really should have been playing too many snaps in the fourth quarter anyway when the Ravens pretty much had this game out of reach. So for the Baltimore Ravens, they need to do a better job at making sure that they can keep OBJ healthy. Because come playoff time, he's going to be really important when they are looking to make a deep playoff push. Now, you look at Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, the younger receivers that they have with the roster, they have really good performances tonight. And even Nelson Aguilar caught a touchdown, albeit it was based off a tip. But this was a really good all-around performance from the Ravens offense. In the fourth quarter, they ran the ball a lot. They pretty much went conservative. They just were trying to chew the remaining time off the clock that was left. And they wanted to get out of here not having too many more significant injuries. And when Lamar Jackson went to that injury tent early in this game, I was really, really surprised that he came back in this game because we've seen it. The last two years, Lamar Jackson get injured around this time and the Ravens season just gets derailed and goes left. So the fact that he came back in this game really surprised me because I damn near started having a panic attack when I saw him in that injury. And I was like, damn, here we freaking go again. LJ is injured again. But then he came back and he played through it. I believe he had an ankle injury that he was playing through. But around this time of the NFL season, Nearly everybody is playing through some kind of injury. But this was a great all-around performance out of the Baltimore Ravens. And they won this game in convincing fashion like they should when Joe Burrow wasn't in. When Joe Burrow isn't playing, you know that the Bengals don't really have a chance at hell at being able to win too many games. Now, Jake Browning, you know, he didn't look awful in this game. He actually looked pretty solid. And if Joe Burrow has to miss two to three games due to injury, I think that Drake Brown, Jake Browning can give them serviceable enough quarterback play that as long as they're able to play complimentary football and they have the same amount of success running the football in those games like they did tonight with Joe Mixon, they should be able to maybe win a game or two about Joe Burrow. Possibly. But you see, Cincinnati's slow start this season is really starting to kick them in the rear end. Because normally in the past, they've been able to afford getting out the slow starts. But with how competitive the AFC has been this year, you're not going to be able to make it to the playoffs if you don't at least have a minimum of 10 wins. And the fact that Joe Burrow got held back by that calf injury early in this season and the fact that he started to play better and then he goes down with a costly wrist injury after hitting Joe Mixon on that touchdown is really unfortunate. Because now, you got to wonder if the AFC is so tough that if Joe Burrow misses a couple of games and you can't steal a game or two with Jake Browning, if that pretty much is going to put your season in wraps, pretty much. Because you're not going to be able to make it to the postseason with nine wins with how competitive the AFC has been this year. You at least need to win 10 games. And at this point, if Joe Burrow is out for a couple of weeks and you can't find a way to steal a game or two with Browning, your season pretty much is over. And the Bengals offensive line 
still is getting pushed around. Their offensive line, they've invested way too much money in it for it to still be playing this way. The Ravens' pass rush was able to have a good amount of success when Joe Burrow was in this game. And when Jay Browning came in, it seemed like they dialed up even more pressure. They were blitzing their linebackers. Their defensive line was really starting to push their ears back and get after Jake Browning. And Jake Browning didn't have one play where he did a good job of invading pressure, picking up yardage with his legs. But against this defense, there was no way the Bengals were going to be able to be efficient enough to win this game with the way this offense was playing in the second half without Joe Burrow. This just is a different team when Joe Burrow isn't underneath center. And when Joe Burrow was playing, like, he was making some really nice throws. He picked up from where he left off previously. Last week, he threw two interceptions against the Texans that kind of cost him, but he didn't play bad in that game. If it wasn't for C.J. Stroud's heroics putting them in field goal position to win that game or the Tyler Boy drop touchdown, Cincinnati probably wins that game. But with this loss, they now are 5-5 five and five, and during the outside looking in of the playoffs, they still got a chance to get in. Cincinnati, they're going to need some help though because now they kind of don't control their own destiny. Houston, they got a really easy schedule for the remainder of this season outside of playing Jacksonville. There's not really too many games I can see the Texans losing. And meanwhile, you look at Cincinnati, their remaining schedule is pretty tough. I mean, next week you got to play the Steelers, then you got to play the Jaguars, then you got to play the Colts who have been really good, then you got to play the Vikings, you play the Steelers again, then you got the Chiefs and Browns to end the season off. So if Jake Browning has to start for a couple of weeks in replace of Joe Burrow while he heals up from that injury, I mean, you feel really good about your chances to beat Pittsburgh because they don't really have a consistent offense and I'm a Steelers fan saying this so I think that there's a chance that the Bengals can beat Pittsburgh without Joe Burrow and they've actually beaten Pittsburgh in the past without Joe Burrow a couple of years ago and then you got the Jaguars they're a pretty inconsistent team if your defense can play a really good game against Trevor Lawrence and company you could pull off that upset but it's going to be really hard for Cincinnati to make it into the playoffs if they suffer one or two more losses because the margin for error in the AFC this year is really thin. You could potentially be a 10-win team and possibly still miss out on the postseason this year. That's how tight things are in this conference this year. But this was a devastating loss for the Cincinnati Bengals. They actually took two L's in this game. They lost Joe Burrow to that wrist injury and they lost this game and they now dropped to just 500 on the year. Now, like I said, I don't think all hope is lost if Joe Burrow has to miss a game or two. I think that Jake Browning could be good enough to give them the potential win over Pittsburgh, especially with them having to play that game at home. But they got swept by the Ravens this year. Yeah, you would have loved for Joe Burrow to be healthy in both occasions. In that first game, it came down to the wire. He was still playing through that calf injury. And then in this game, he only plays in the first half before going down with that wrist injury. This just looks like a season where the Bengals are possibly just going to have a little bit of a disappointing year due to their slow start and the injuries that Joe Burrow has had to deal with. But the Ravens walk away. With the win, they improved to 8-3. and three. Let me know your thoughts on this game down in the comment section down below. 
Remember to check out the JT Sports Podcast. Every episode of this podcast is available in audio format on all podcasting platforms. Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your podcast from, you can find the JT Sports Podcast. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you guys shortly with another episode.